Welcome back, friends, to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. This week on the podcast, we're going to share a radio interview we did with Scott Kump from Bot Radio on their Life and Faith Indiana program. Listen in as we share more about our new film, The Mind Polluters. Today's subject may not be suitable for younger viewers. As parents are finding something else to occupy their children, let me just say that while some of today's subject material may be unpleasant, it is unfortunately too important for us to ignore. Let me start by reading a statement from the website of today's guests. Our children are the target. To the enemy, it's not enough to kill them in the womb. Now parents everywhere not only have to worry about their children being abducted to be sold into sexual slavery, they have to protect them from child pornography streamed directly into the living room and the classroom. How did it get this bad? And what can be done to stop it? That will be the subject of the new film project from Fearless Features. I'm Scott Kump, and if you don't recognize the name Fearless Features, it refers to the husband and wife filmmaking team of Mark and Amber Archer. They're the same couple who brought us Inwood Drive, the movie that highlighted the long struggle against deceased abortionist Dr. Ulrich George Klopfer, who practiced in Fort Wayne and other Indiana communities. The Archers have been featured on I Choose Life News and Views, and now I've invited them here on Life and Faith Indiana to discuss their next film project, The Mind Polluters. Welcome to you both. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. And I should also mention that you were featured on Life and Faith Indiana as well, back when Mark Mellinger used to host. That's right. He was the first one to track us down and interview us. Uh, (laughs) Welcome back then. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a little bit, first of all, about Fearless Features. It's, we're a filmmaking ministry and just a team, a husband and wife team. And we're on a mission to share Christ around the world through feature films, documentaries, podcasting, books, and whatever, however else we can <laughs> share Jesus with people. That's our mission. The website is fearlessfeatures.org. And that is the home of all things fearless. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think you mentioned some of these in addition to making the films, you also do a podcast. Tell mm-hmm. me about that. Uh, the podcast started really during quarantine. We ah. really, it was really sort of, we're like, how can we keep connecting with people? And it's really been such a blessing in disguise. We had no idea the people who would be contacting us, believers and non-believers. So it's been a great time to witness to people who don't already know the Lord. And so we've shared our personal stories. Um, we've shared behind the scenes of making Inwood Drive and the film and interviewing an abortionist. I mean, so people have really responded to that and enjoyed just the behind the scenes. I mean, so weekly we go on and, and just kind of share our stories. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. The innovations that have come about as a result of this quarantine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things we had talked about for probably several years. <laughs> We're going to do that. One of these days. Days. Yeah. And, then, really and then you kind of get forced into it. So yeah. There we are. <laughs> okay. Now you also have a blog, which sometimes ties into the podcast mm-hmm. as well. Yes. So let's talk about Inwood Drive. Again, mm-hmm. that was released. You had actually had multiple target releases yeah. days prior, and just it just kept getting pushed back. First of all, the subject material was about George Clopper. Yes. He was a longtime abortionist. He had been on, uh, I can't remember what the street was. Webster. Um, Webster, Webster, street, yeah. Webster. And then he ended up on Inwood Drive, and there was a long struggle to get him shut down. Mm-hmm. You summed it up pretty well. The film is about that story of it 
goes into a lot of the history of the battle against him and the industry in general that took place here in Fort Wayne. And then really the story unfolding of how he was shut down. And the fascinating thing about Inwood Drive and what compelled us to make the film about it is because George Klopper was shut down, not because of the Supreme Court, not because of the Senate, not because of the House. He was shut down because of grassroots efforts. Mm -hmm. And it didn't certainly didn't have anything to do with who was in the Oval Office at the time either. Right. But those things matter. But those <laughs> things do matter. There are a lot of state and county regulations that exactly. so brought as, this about. And as Kathy Humbarger called it, it was the death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm -hmm. And that's that is how it happened. And it was all done by the volunteers. Yeah, and that is quite a remarkable story. Now you had intended to originally, you were going to release it in the fall of 2019. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, we should back up and say, as part of this, you had actually done interviews with George himself. Yes. And so you intended to release it in the fall of 2019. And then Dr. Kloffer passed away. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so you made some revisions and then you were ready to release it shortly after that. Mm -hmm. And then they made the discovery of all these uh, baby body parts that mm -hmm. he had been hoarding. And so you had to make additional revisions and that kind of dragged out because there were investigations. Oh, it took an extra six months. I mean, we were done in August and he died early September and then they found the babies just a week and a half later. So we we're like, whoa, you know, <laughs> only the Lord would, could have orchestrated yeah. this. I mean, we had no idea. And so we, we waited on, for six months for them to be buried and wanted to make sure to give them their make sure that they're not forgotten. Mm. And so they were included in the film, the burial, yep. um, not to give it away, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's really important for people to see the humanity of yes. it and, mm. and really see life and for what it is. And then you had a target release date in early 2020 and then yes. this thing called COVID-19. Oh my goodness. Yes. We were actually planning on a small theatrical run Yeah, and then <laughs> all of the theaters got shut down. So guess that's, off the books. So we did, we just decided to make DVDs and started releasing it. And then we did get it on Amazon Prime. So you can watch it on Amazon. You can't get the DVDs, but you can do the, right, the you downloads. Can, right. The digital, you can stream it. Yeah. There, there was so much going on during that period, but the, the real battle that we had for months was whether or not we were going to be able to get on something like Amazon yeah. because they were so overloaded i think with content people with content yeah. everybody trying to go streaming at the same time yeah nobody could go anywhere so exactly. they <laughs> spent all their time on the internet exactly <laughs> now there is also a book yes a companion book <laughs> so the companion book actually I, it wasn't really planned at the beginning it was kind of a side thought about halfway through the film and, and i said you know there's an awful lot of material that we're not going to be able to put in the film I should just start documenting all of this. And it basically turned into a book. It's like the novelizations for any movie. There's right. always extra. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there's, a, so there's a lot of, a lot of the story that's not in the film uh, that is really laid out in a lot of detail in the book. So if I want to get any of that, the book, the DVD, I would go to your website, yep. which is fearlessfeatures.org forward slash store oh, and they're okay. all there <laughs> mm -hmm. okay but the book is also available on kindle right on amazon uh, on amazon mm -hmm. all right so again multiple opportunities to mm -hmm. find out about the story and to find out about fearless features now as a result of 
Inwood Drive, you've mm-hmm. had at least one opportunity so far to do some public speaking on this mm-hmm. subject. Yes, we were invited to come. At first, it was we were invited just to come and attend the Lake County Right to Life fundraiser banquet. So we were honored by that. And then, I don't know, a month or so after that, they came back and said, well, would you like to be our keynote speakers? And that was you know, an upgrade um, that was unexpected because <laughs> we hadn't really marketed ourselves for that. And but we said, anytime we can share Jesus with people, mm-hmm. we are going to take that opportunity. And yeah. so it was a perfect opportunity. <laughs> so we did. And we were, we were very honored to be able to be part of that. So mm-hmm. great. I'm Scott Kump. Today on Life and Faith Indiana, I'm speaking with Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. They brought us the film Inwood Drive, all about the abortion battle in the Fort Wayne area. And they are also got a new film project called The Mind Polluters. Now, this is the part we get into that you may want to protect the younger ears from hearing, you'll have to make that decision. But the mind polluters, this is a project you kind of slid into sideways. Exactly. That's a good way to put <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I always like to say, you know, the Lord really has a way of connecting people yeah. to, mm-hmm. to fulfill his purposes because it really was not on our radar. Mm. And yet the more that we got into the subject, we're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this, this needs all of the attention. You have another film project beyond this in mind Mm -hmm. that you intended to go to first, but then you kind of ended up having to go this direction. Tell us about that. Right. So it's interesting how these two films that we're talking about and Inwood are all kind of joined at the base. If I roll back the years a few, it's funny how this all kind of goes back to Kathy Humbarger. (laughs) It's all her fault. (laughs) It's all all Kathy's (laughs) fault. So I had had a meeting with Kathy several years ago and I, and I was interested in, the Klopfer story, but I was also asking her all of my life. I had known about this battle that took place here in Fort Wayne in mostly through the eighties to shut down the pornographic bookstores and movie theaters. Yes. And I, I just knew that I had this burning to know the story. Well, as Kathy has rightly described herself, she's that she has the spiritual gift of networking. Hmm. And so she connected me with some of the people that were involved with that, specifically Pastor Bob Yawberg, who was the pastor of Broadway Christian Church Mm. downtown, and some others. And so I started talking to them, and I wanted originally to do a documentary film on that. It became very obvious that that was such an enormous story that it needed really to be a dramatic film. And so we sort of backed off of that and said, okay, this is going to take a little bit more to develop. In the meantime, the opportunity presented itself to do Inwood. So we did Inwood Drive. Then we, after we had finished Inwood Drive, we said, okay, now back to this Fort Wayne pornography story that we've titled Rialto. Which is the name of a theater in Fort Wayne that has a long history, some of it good, some of it not so good. Right. So the Rialto Theater down on Calhoun was the last holdout of all of these pornography establishments. And, and that used to be a fine movie house. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so a lot of the story really comes down to that last battle at the Rialto. But as we were coming back to that, and I started having conversations with some people who were sort of on the periphery of that. One of them was Dr. Jerry Kirk, who was a big name in the battle against pornography in the 80s and 90s. And... 
in talking with him and some of his associates, they said, absolutely, we think that's a great idea, but we really encourage you to consider doing something that talks about the state of the battle against pornography today. And they said, you know, Rialto's a a fine story, but that's back in the 80s. That has nothing to do with the battle today. And I said, well, it's funny because we'd considered doing a companion documentary to Rialto. And so through the series of events that could only have been orchestrated by the Lord, within a few weeks, we found ourselves with connections to people that are, I would say, neck deep. Oh, yes. In this battle right now and of where the pornography battle is today. And so we said, okay, Lord, we're going to start with the companion film, which is called The Mind Polluters. Yeah, because the battleground really has shifted. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how much people are still using magazines and books and movie houses for this type of indulgence. But Mm -hmm. now you've got internet, you've got attempted indoctrination in the classroom, Mm -hmm. you know, technology has changed. So the battle is shifting. And that is a big part of what the mind polluters is about. I'm Scott Kump. I'm speaking with Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. We are talking about their new film, The Mind Polluters. And again, this subject material may not be suitable for all ears. So if you want a chance to shift the youngins out of the room, we'll give you a chance to do that. So Mark, the Mind Polluters addresses a lot of the modern education system. Exactly. Tell me about that. Yeah. So basically what we found and through a series of interviews with people and full immersion, we went to a conference over the weekend. It was the sexual revolution, you Mm -hmm. know, the history of how we got here and how to overcome it, because there are so many people trying to fight this battle of what's going on in our school systems. And it's called CSE, which is comprehensive sexual education. And it really is one of the greatest assaults on the health and innocence of children. It's not like the traditional sex education. The comprehensive sexual education is highly explicit and promotes promiscuity and high-risk sexual behaviors to children as healthy and normal. Yeah. Used to be, if you heard the term comprehensive sex education, the assumption was, well, they're pushing condoms, but it's way beyond that. It's way, way beyond that. It is so far beyond that now. It is the agendas that are so obviously part of this and the mind polluters will go into how we got here. And this goes all the way back to, again, it comes back to Indiana and a guy by the name of Dr. Alfred Kinsey, who was a professor at Indiana University. Which we have Kinsey Institute. Yeah, he's nationally famous for, Mm -hmm. this was back in the 60s. So Kinsey published his reports in 48 and I think 53. Oh, back farther than I realized. And what we've found is, so when you look at the CSE curriculum that's being pushed on our children, and it is pornography, straight up pornography, pedophilic materials, perverse beyond belief. And when we ask that question, how in the world did we get to this point? Because this is in Indiana. It's in 27 states, including Indiana. It is being pushed into the schools. The closest one I found was Warsaw. Yes. They have it right now. So when you ask the question, how in the world did we get to this? And you go back, 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 back through the years. And all of this came about as a result of Kinsey's work. And Kinsey was a pedophile. Yes. And a homosexual. Mm -hmm. So he actually did some really perverse things to justify his quote unquote research and, and was heavily funded by some very scary 
organizations. And so the Mind Polluters talks some about that, but really shows the state of the battle right now. Kinsey, just a little bit more about him. Aside from the horrific illegal things that he did as part mm. of his research, I mean, his methods of arriving at his conclusions were mm-hmm. at best highly questionable, you mm-hmm. know, that so many housewives have affairs. Well, it turned out all the housewives he interviewed were actually prostitutes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that. Or, you know, when people hear that 10% of the population is homosexual, that's based on Kinsey, my understanding, based on him interviewing prisoners. Yes. And mm-hmm. from that, we, we get this 10% myth that when it was actually closer to 2 or 3% yeah. is my understanding. And he would also take entire sets of data that didn't agree with the conclusions that he wanted to present and throw them out. Yeah. So anybody who really pays attention to what went on with Kinsey doesn't have any reason to take him seriously, but people still throw his numbers out there as oh, a yeah. fact. And Kinsey's numbers and research are what all of this is based on. Mm-hmm. Everything that we see in our society and being pushed into the schools. Mm-hmm. And, and he was the one who influenced Hugh Hefner to start mm-hmm. Play, Playboy magazine. It, it was all part of this plan to break down the moral code of a nation. So let's come forward to today and talk about the ways that this indoctrination is finding its way to our youngsters. Mm-hmm. And I will say you, you include some pixelated photos or at least diversions on your website mm-hmm. that are there of some of the things that they show and some of the things that they say. Right. There were, there were things that we absolutely could not put on our website without blurring out because just to have these things is considered obscenity and mm-hmm. It would be pornographic materials. So unless could, you do it in school. Right, right. Right. And they're absolutely allowed to hand these books out to our kids. I mean, that's what was the most disturbing part about it. And there's even more where as we were talking to people and interviewing some of the other ladies who came from other states, they were talking about how the teachers, they have the, this curriculum and these kids, here's where we need to turn little ears off mm. um, because they literally have condom races. They are brought in with these wooden Oh, okay. Got it. And And so, and all of these kids are going through and who can get them on the fastest. I mean, this is the comprehensive sex education. This is elementary school? This is elementary. This is elementary school and middle school. And it goes all the way down to preschool and kindergarten Mm -hmm. where they're teaching them about sexual orientation and uh, gender confusion. That's what it is. And and actually sexual positions. And I mean, this is, it's beyond disgusting. And it is all sanctioned by the states and the school boards. Yeah. And I want to pause for a moment because probably just about anybody is listening is saying, well, I have a friend who's homosexual. I have a friend mm-hmm. who is what they call transgender and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I care about them. Honestly, if you care about them, do not encourage them down that road. Aside from any religious objections, if you just look at the data, even from pro-homosexual sources, mm-hmm. It's very unhealthy physically, emotionally, relationally, mentally. Yeah, they're going down the wrong road. So that's one of the many reasons why we might object to the things that you're talking about. So you discovered this in your research. one One of the more interesting parts to me is because in dealing with a film like Inwood Drive, for example, we we had to go into a lot of the legalities. And so you learn a lot about how the legal system works in the mind polluters. We go into a lot of that as well, because one of the interesting things that happened 
state by state. And this was back in the late 50s through the 60s, early 70s is introducing into state law the obscenity exceptions. Ah, Exemptions. And so, as Amber was talking about, there are materials that if you have them in your possession, they are considered pedophilic. It's obscene pornography and you can go to jail for it unless it's in the classroom or an art museum because there are exemptions for obscenity in those locations. So this was all put in place decades ago. It's all been established so that they can get away with it and they can teach it to your children, but their children can't bring it home with them because that's illegal outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. I wonder why parents don't know why what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's that's why we're here. Sound an alarm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hello. So, yeah, that's the subject of your new film, The Mind Polluters. Mm -hmm. This is very much in its infancy at this point. You're still scripting. Oh, pre-production. Oh, yeah, absolutely. you're going to need help. Yes. You're going to need crew, um, yeah. maybe materials, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. so how can people help? You can give on the website at fearlessfeatures.org forward slash mind polluters, or you can just go to mindpolluters.com. Uh, we did also just set up a GoFundMe for a crowdfunding mm. effort because this, like you said, this is going to be a big project. And, and it you want to hire a film crew? We or? absolutely need, I mean, it's bigger than the two of us. Uh. And so we really need people <laughs> with us to go and make this happen. And you want it to be high quality. Absolutely. Mm. And it's time sensitive too. This stuff is happening right now. It's different than a film like Inwood, where most of that was in the past. And so mm-hmm. we could afford to sort of chip away at it as a basically a two-person crew. And it, we spent two years making that film. The Mind Polluters is urgent because this is happening now and it's creeping into our curriculums and our schools. There is even... CSE curriculum creeping into Christian schools. Really? Because they take government funding. Because they Uh, take government funding. So yeah, it it is urgent. How can people, or where can they go to find out more about this subject? While we're waiting for the film to be finished. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first you can keep up with us at fearlessfeatures.org or themindpolluters.com. There's a really good website called Mm stopcse.org. Mm-hmm that gives state-by-state information about how you can get involved and what is happening. Uh, I think for Indiana, there's even a link to a petition that you can sign. And Purple for Parents? Purple for Parents. Indiana. I've heard of them. Is another good organization that is on the front lines battling this right here. Now, are there educational organizations that are going along with this curriculum that encourage it, that sort of thing? Oh, sure. One of our favorites is Planned Parenthood. Ah. They, of course, are right at the core of a lot of this. And it all makes sense because if you're Planned Parenthood and all of your money comes from abortions, then the best way to keep that money train going is to encourage promiscuity. And the, Mm -hmm. the more you can lower that age of entry into the world of promiscuity, the more they're going to need your services. And that's exactly what Planned Parenthood has been doing. Some people don't see how the fight for life and the fight for sexual purity, the fight for traditional marriage, for religious freedom, how they all tie together, Mm -hmm. but they really do tie together. They really do. So we mentioned film crews. You need to hire a film crew. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other expenses involved and the process involved in making a film like this? So one of the interesting differences between a 
what you'd call traditional dramatic film where you have a script and you schedule everything and you shoot it in three, four weeks and then it's, then you're done versus a documentary is documentaries. You don't really know going into it, how long it's going to take. You've got a rough idea, but a documentary kind of tells you what it wants to be as you go along. That's how we found it to be with Inwood. Inwood's a great example. We thought that we knew what Inwood was and then it said, no, this is what I need to be. Yeah. Another six months, and then you'll find out. So a film like The Mind Polluters involves an, a lot of travel because there are people all over the country that we need to interview for a film like this. So we're you're taking yourself and your, your crew on the road all over wow. the country to find these people. You're spending two, three, four days at a time. There's all the pre-production time to go into that. So you have to schedule, but before you can schedule, you have to know what you're talking to them about. And some of these people, one of the big interviews that we've already lined up is Dr. Judith Reisman. And she has been researching Kinsey for decades. And she has written books about Kinsey and his research. And she has so much information. And you spend months just trying to absorb what she's written. And there are about a dozen others just like her that have been in this battle for so long. So before you go in and talk to these people, you have to know what you're talking to them about. Yep. So it's just time intensive. And marketing, I was going to say, and that was the one thing we didn't have with Inwood was a marketing budget. Mm. And I think for this really to be all over, I mean, we yeah. really want this in if every you're going to spend all those resources and take all the time, yes. you, you want it to get to the public. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So... Again, if I want to find out more about Inwood Drive or the, the mine polluters or support the mine polluters mm -hmm. or anything like that, what do I do? You can visit the website at fearlessfeatures.org. You can visit either of the film websites. You can go to inwooddrivemovie.com or themindpolluters.com. And we're also on social media. On, we're on Facebook. On Facebook. We hang out on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And again, you can go, go to the website, listen to the podcast, or, or read the blog, which will probably give people updates on mm -hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Again, my guests today have been Mark and Amber Archer of Fearless Features. Mark and Amber, thank you for being here. I look forward to hearing more updates from you. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you for having us.